The George Podcast, where we meet the people who give banking a name. Find out what we're working on, what inspires us, and how we create experiences across Europe. I'm Daniela Gottfuber, and we are George. Today's guest is none other than George's father and managing director of George Labs, Maurizio Boletto, who has had quite the exciting news to share only just recently. Do you want to briefly address these professional changes, Mauri? Thanks, Daniela. Well, there is going to be a huge change in Q4, Q3, Q4 this year, which has been my appointment to the holding board of the group as a new chief platform officer in the Group. This mm-hmm. is a, a big step for me, and it's a, it's a huge step for our project and his positioning within the Group. I think to summarize it, I think this shows a recognition from the top management of the bank that project we have put together, George, and the impact that project has on the bank is relevant and is is right position to be the place or the interface of the future of our engagement and relationship with the customer. So this is not only a great success for me personally and a great responsibility, but it's a great success and a great responsibility for the team overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. the main. And, and do you see this internal change somehow influencing the digital banking experience as George? Well, it broadened the scope a bit because the, the, basically we decided together with the other board member that my responsibility would go across all customer-facing digital interfaces, which is in many cases a combination of all the touch points our customer are currently interacting with when they deal with the bank. So it's not just George and this online banking application, but it's more. It's going from the tablet solution or the digital solution they use it in the branches, the ATMs and, and other tools we are using to communicate and talk with our customer in the digital domain. So Yes, that's going to influence our view. We have a, through my position, we, the project will have, and we have the responsibility to harmonize and also to um, make very consistent that experience across all the customer facing digital channel. And this is pretty much uh, the mission I've been given by the supervisory board uh, with my nomination and is the is the mission and challenge we're gonna get to with the whole team and with the whole George uh, project? Well, this news is certainly quite the positive take on 2020. Can you share the challenges that you faced in your position as a managing director during this pandemic? What was the first thing that you did when you found out what was happening? As for everyone else, the pandemic was a bit unexpected. It came into place very fast. None of the management knew what would happen, how we're going to deal with that. What we saw happening in Q1 and Q2 this year was remarkably efficient without being precisely prepared in advance. (laughs) We always joke and say, if you would have prepared that, for whatever reason, in the year before, we probably would have spent a couple of million euros uh, on preparing a scenario. And probably the way we would have outlined that into 
into the organization wouldn't be much more efficient than we have done it. <laughs> so we have, we have, we have been extremely uh, positive and impressed about the way the organization, and I'm not only talking about the George team, but the whole organization handled that, that issue. In particular, on the George team, I mean, we used to, we have always been used to deal um, our relationship with our colleagues and our project management in a digital way. Um, messaging has been the core of our relationship when we were all in the office or during the weekend where we were all at home or during any time. So the backbone of our project was always these messaging tools we are using. The pandemic just made that stronger and more important and in my opinion it posed a management problem more than an employee problem our people our team members are really confident and and very skilled and very efficient in working in the, into the new situation from the management point of view i think the bigger challenges are uh, how you keep the people motivated how do you provide engagement to them how do you give them the chance to uh, feel the uh, appreciation from the management. How do you trans? How do you transport vision in a remote environment? Mm-hmm. And how do you transport the vision and the passion of what we do uh, in situation where we don't meet in person? And the bigger challenge is how do you stretch this along a longer period of time? It's not just something for a month. It's something that needs to last for months, quarter over quarter. And probably it will even last longer at the beginning of next year. So we as a manager has to change a lot the way we do things. Um, mm-hmm. You ask me what the first thing we have done. I think the first thing we have done in the George management is we establish a 9.30 call every morning, every single day, every single morning to talk about the situation, to check out if there is new uh, regulatory uh, measure we need to take or if there is any practice we need to change to share the mood of the team and see how things are going. So that 9.30 call was started in, I think, in at the beginning. So I think this was March and it's still going on today. It, sometimes it's very short, sometimes it's, it's longer, but basically we are there. We check out every morning how things are going. So this was the first thing we did and it was, and it was really helpful to keep things in, 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 in track. Personally, myself, the major change for me was to be able to have more regular scheduled meeting with key people, but not only with key people. Uh, so uh, in the past, being in presence, it would just it just needs you a walk around the office at lunchtime or a lunch with one of the other colleagues that you get the you get a feeling where the project stands, which are the problems which arise, and, and uh, where we're doing good, where we're doing bad. Now that exchange is not possible in a physical way, therefore a schedule of very short meeting, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes with individual on a regular basis, this helps that communication. It makes the employee feeling part of the of the project. It makes us feeling part of their development. Um, and it's also it's giving us a chance to show appreciation and, and encourage people to continue to do their work. That's something that requires me to change and we to change more than than the employee to change. I think if this situation will stretch very long or much longer than expected, probably next year, uh, then we probably need to add a more additional measure to to uh, to kind of mitigate this problem. Mm-hmm. 
And you, you've talked about motivating employees. Yeah. Has the dominantly remote work somehow had a noticeable impact? Well, the challenge at that time where we started all this, or let's say the question mark was, will it have a negative impact? And I can guarantee, and we have measured, and we are recording this stuff, and we are tracking this stuff, it did not have any negative impact. Uh, and this is really a huge achievement. Yeah. Um, and um, basically, our people were working really well and very efficiently before, and I think it's great that they continue to do so even on a remote work. So this is something uh, we have all been very proud of, and I think is. It's part of the DNA of our project. We have been digitally to the bone from the very beginning. All the team we build, we are building a digital services. We are working digital. We are using the digital tools. So personal meeting was necessary, had been always necessary for our way of working. We have those uh, review meetings with the team. We meet regular. We celebrate achievements. Uh, we discuss about failure. We do retrospective. So we do all those 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 formats that allow to keep the team together. On one side, we are very proud that we keep the speed and the performance uh, we had before. At the same time, we were kind of sure this is going to be because the people we hire are exactly having that mentality. I think the big challenge for us in the future would be how do we translate or rethink about the way we're going to work in the future when this pandemic will be over based on the experience we have in 2020 versus how we're going to work in the future. I'm completely convinced that pandemic will impact the way we're going to work in the future when the pandemic is over. There is plenty of lessons we can take out of this phase. And the only thing I'm completely convinced is that the way of working of our team, which will result on the 2020 pandemic time, will be a better way of working than we had before. Mm -hmm. And I briefly also want to address George's national as well as international success. What was the key to getting with George's today? Why, in your opinion, is it so successful? There are a couple of key ingredients. The first one was we did it ourselves. So we, we have not built George around the idea that we get some external consultant telling us what digital banking should be and then we implement it within the organization. Lots of large banks are having that approach. They are outsourcing the creation part. They are getting feedback from international consultants. We tried a, a much more complicated approach, which is doing innovation inside out, from inside the organization to the public. And this is a bit more painful than just taking a, a, a recipe from the outside and implementing it on the inside. It is more painful, but if you make it successful, it is more. It, it is much more impactful in the organization. You really transform the organization in that way. And it's like a scientist doing the experiment on himself, right? And then proving that things are, things can be done in a different way, and this is possible, and it brings results. This is the first ingredient, doing the thing from the inside out and doing it ourselves. The second ingredient is the fact that we never separated IT and business. George and any digital experience is a perfect blend between technology and business view. Um, my role 
as a chief platform officer is exactly the merger and the blend between a chief technology officer and a chief product officer. It's right in between. That's what the digital interface is about. Business and IT were one unit under one leadership with one mission, try to have one experience out there. So this was the second key ingredients. And the proof that this is working is that now we are faced with the gigantic uh, challenge for the first two, three quarter of 2021, where we try to merge our two big IT organization uh, in a group, Agit and SIT. And we have been used by the management who are planning that merger as a, as a reference. And this is another proof that by doing the innovation and the transformation inside out, the spillover effect to the rest of the organization is gigantically bigger. And the third ingredient, which is the one that I care the most, it doesn't mean it is the one that has most effect, but it's the one I care the most personally because it's coming from my background, is to have a view on the whole challenge from the creativity point of view. I myself come from a creative background. I'm a designer. I love, always love to be a designer. The difference between a designer and an artist is that designers are used and they're trained to solve problems for someone else. While normally artists are very often solving problems for themselves. Right? Mm -hmm. And so the difference is that a designer is used to be very empathic there is a problem, there is very often there is a client, right? There is a problem and I'm trying to solve it. And in order to solve that problem, I'm approaching the issue in a very empathic way. And that's something which was in the culture of our organization, of the Georgia organization from the very first day. Try to solve things, ask questions, understand the problem, and then find creative and smart way to solve those problems. And never been happy with the answer. And I always ask you the second question and the third question, not to be critical, but to really to say, I need to understand the problem in order to help to fix it. This has been part of our culture. I hope this is what I brought as a person into the game. And I think this has been the third secret of success of our project. And I will do anything I can to make sure that all these three aspects will stay even in the year to come. So design thinking as to speak. Definitely. Yeah. Design thinking is one branch of that attitude. Mm -hmm. Definitely. George plays a crucial part in the financial health discussion. Is this where George is heading further? Or are there any additional major focus points or even directions that you can see George diving into? Is there anything you can and want to share about that? Yeah, sure. Look, all the people which have been part of the team are familiar with the three phases of the George mission. The first phase is access, providing customer access to their financial life. This means what we have done the last years, putting the bank on the mobile phone, on desktop, make it easy to access, visualize their product in the most understandable way. So everyone has access to their financial product, not only have access, but they can understand it. The second phase of the project, or let's say the second pillar of our project was empower our customer to manage those products. So giving access is the first step, but the next step is, okay, I now have access, I want to manage that product. So being able to work with the product, make payment, increase limits, understand your card situation, 
do something. Um, and that's this empower, uh, empowerment phase is something we have been dealt with over the last years. Um, and it will continue because there is plenty of feature, there are feature popping up, there are new regulation in place. So we need to guarantee that all our customers not only have easy access to their, to their, to their tools and to their interfaces, um, and to George, of course, but also they have a capability to, or they are empowered to manage those products. The third on the project is the most crucial one. It's the one that summarizes why we have done access and why we have done empowerment. Because we want to improve our ambition, George's ambition, our ambition is to improve customer financial life. We have the ambition that if you're using George, you can better manage your financial and therefore you have a better financial life or you can improve financial life. And this third phase is something we started to discuss and really invest on it about a year ago. And it's going perfectly in, in line with the strategy of the group towards uh, financial health. Our banks have exactly the same ambition. We're going to be successful when our customers are financially successful. And we're going to be successful when our customers are financially resilient. They are knowledgeable about their finances. And they don't miss opportunities. And within that context of the third pillar of the George mission, we are currently doing work and experiment uh, in order to exactly provide those experiences to our customer. George Fit is one of those, but also what we are doing in the investment area. They all go in the direction of allowing our customer to improve their financial life. And this is what we are expecting to invest quite a lot of time uh, and, and effort into the years to come. So George is eight years old and looking back now, is there anything that you would do differently? Oh yeah, um, there have been a lot of stuff that we should have done differently. But if, if I would go back, I would do the same mistake again in a sense that going through those phases and doing necessary mistakes was part of our development. We are today because of the mistake we've done. It's a different story about will we will repeat those mistakes. Uh, probably not. Now our big challenge for next year is to uh, initiate and, and roll out a business version of George for SME clients. There we will make sure that all the mistakes we have done and we are aware of, we have done in the creation of George Retail will not be replicated on, on George Corporate. But this doesn't mean that we will not do any mistake. We'll do probably different mistakes in that project. And we are very open and confident that those mistakes will be necessary to move us forward. I will sign off any mistake we have done in the past. And I would probably say it was good that we went through that. We learned something. It shaped the project and it shaped ourselves in, I believe, in a positive way. Therefore, there is nothing I would have done different in the past. Definitely what I can guarantee is that we try our best not to repeat mistakes that we have understood and digest and, and, and accepted. We will try not to repeat them in the future. I really appreciate how you've approached these answers in such a positive way. And with this, I think it's best to conclude this podcast. Thank you for your time, Maui. It's been so interesting to talk with you. Thank you for your time.